Hey everyone, and welcome to Explore Your Roots. This is the Who Is series where we cover and highlight an ancestor of mine and maybe yours too. On this episode, we are going to look at an ancestor of mine from my mom's side of the family named George Harrison. And yes, you heard that right, but no, it is not the famed guitarist from the Beatles. But like the famed guitarist, my ancestor George Harrison was also born in England. Anyway, tune in to learn more about who he was and what facts we can learn from historical records. So, like usual, the investigation for this episode came from genealogy websites like Family Search, as well as some written stories. Okay, so George Harrison is my fifth great-grandfather on my mom's side of the family, so my relationship to him begins with me, then goes to my mom, then her mom, my grandma Joan, and then her father, Mason, then his father, Alma, then his mother, Esther, then her father, William, then we arrive at George Harrison. George Harrison's life begins on May 21st, 1792. He was born in London, England, to John Harrison and Anne Davis, and was the fourth of eight children. Unfortunately, like many ancestors we have come across, little is known about their childhood. The next recorded event of his life is that of his marriage to Louisa Harrison on May 20th, 1819, in the exact same church that Louisa's parents were married in. Both George and Louisa were 27 years old at that time. The following year, the two began to have children. In total, there were eight children born, two of which died in infancy. Little is known about their first child other than the fact that she was a girl, and no record has been found of her other than stories. She was born in 1820. The next child, Louisa, was born in 1822, then Sarah in 1823, next was Elizabeth in 1825, then William, of whom I come through, was born in 1828, Edwin followed in 1830, George was born in 1832, and Joseph in 1835. In my search of George and Louisa's children, I came across something interesting. Many of their children's birth records were in the England and Wales Nonconformist Record Indexes, which I knew nothing about at first. I then investigated what that meant, and I found an article that talks about these specific records and what they mean. So essentially, nonconformists were people who did not belong to the established church. In other words, they are people who did not belong to the Church of England. Now it is interesting because George was born in a parish belonging to the Church of England, and he and Louisa were married in an Anglican church, and some of their children's birth records are in Anglican churches, but the fact that a few of their records were recorded in the nonconformist section is definitely interesting, especially because an account of their son William Harrison, again of whom I come through, writes that George and Louisa were very devout members of the Church of England, However, upon more investigation, I learned that although nonconformist records are, by definition, nonparochial records, it should not be assumed that all nonparochial records are necessarily records of nonconformists. 
I will, though, put a link to that investigative genealogy article if anyone is interested in learning more about nonconformist records, but I think from the records we have, it is safe to assume and say that George Harrison was a devout member of the Church of England. So, in addition to William telling that his parents, George and Louisa, were devout members of the Church of England, he also says that their home was characterized by a spirit of religious devotion, honesty, orderliness, and cleanliness. He also says that George and Louisa were both lovers of art and made their home a place of beauty, especially on the outside where they kept the trees, plants, and bushes well-groomed. George worked hard as a foreman on one of the keys, spelled Q-U-E-Y, along the Thames River. These keys are ports of entry where ships would come in and both load and unload their cargo. There were 20 of these keys legally established during the reign of Queen Elizabeth in 1558, and since there were only a handful of legal keys back then, one can imagine a lot of traffic coming both in and out. These keys extend from the London Bridge East to what is today the Tower Bridge. The specific key that George worked on was called Galley Key, and I found a book in an old map from the 1830s which shows exactly where the key is located and describes Galley Key as being one of the original 20 keys and possessing a frontage of 101 feet next to the river. Unfortunately, sometime likely in 1840, George Harrison's life was cut short by a work accident at the wharf and he passed away, leaving his wife and children. Fortunately, George and Louisa were financially blessed and Louisa was able to use their money to help him provide for their children growing up. Although not much information exists about George, I get the sense that he was a hard-working and upstanding man and father. It seems as though he raised his children to be good people and worked hard to provide for his family financially and also provided them with an uplifting and encompassing education. I hope we can learn something from George's life. I also hope you enjoyed this episode and as always I encourage you all to investigate your own family history and share what you find with your family and friends. And don't forget to give us a thumbs up and subscribe to us on YouTube and Apple Podcasts to learn more about genealogy, tips, and history.